Patriots Nation, another domino has just fallen into place for the Patriots' path to the playoffs. Saturday night, the Miami Dolphins go into Buffalo, an amazing AFC East division game. The Buffalo Bills win on a last-second field goal in snowy Buffalo. Game went back and forth, the entire game back and forth. Miami looks so good. Buffalo looks so good. It just, that was a bloodbath of a game. It it feels different being a New England Patriots fan, sitting back on the couch, watching those two teams have an absolute slugfest. Now I I know what it's like to be these other teams, rooting as a fan for other teams and watching the Patriots all those years. Like from a different, from a different perspective. That's what it felt like sitting on that couch, rooting for one team the Miami Dolphins, to lose for the path to the playoffs. So with the Dolphins losing, they're 8-6 and six on the season. The Patriots are 7-6 and six on the season. This makes the Raiders-Patriots game so much more of a must-win. And we'll get into that in a little bit later. We'll talk a little bit more about the game. But now, that... Fifth seed, sixth seed, seventh seed, like it's there. It's there for the taking. Things are falling into place. The Miami Dolphins, they don't have a better division record than you. They don't have a better conference record at this time than you. They just have the head-to-head that week one. Man, it sucks. It sucks losing that week one game because it bites you in the ass later on. Which possibly the Ravens. The Ravens lose on Saturday, 13-3. And they have a win against you as well. So those head-to-heads, man, could come back to bite the Patriots in the ass in a couple weeks. But there is hope, Patriots Nation. There is hope. There is hope. Because you just don't need the seventh seed. You can get the sixth seed. And I'm telling you this, when it comes down to the playoffs, again, let's, let's, let's also be real. The Patriots have to do their job in Las Vegas. They they essentially have to win out. But with the Miami loss tonight, it feels like the Patriots have a little buffer for them. A little teeny tiny buffer. That they can afford to lose a game and still make the playoffs. And still be ahead of certain teams. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the sweet spot for the playoffs. Because I want them to go to the playoffs. I want the Patriots to go to the playoffs, right? I want the I don't care these stupid motherfucking fans out there. Babs going to the playoffs is dumb. They're gonna lose to Buffalo, Kansas City. First round. They're gonna get their asses whooped. I say it's a big deal for Mac Jones to get there two straight years for a team that has looked so bad this season to still scrap and claw and get to the playoffs. It shows something. It shows that they're trying to progress instead of just completely falling off. The Patriots still have to do their job. But that's why I'm saying, that's why I'm saying the sixth seed, the sixth seed is so important. Because I don't want to play Kansas City or Buffalo the first round. I hear you. But the sixth seed, you're playing, you're you're playing like the, the AFC North. Like you might be playing Baltimore. You might be playing Cincinnati. And seeing what happens Christmas Eve against Cincinnati, you might be able to go against one of those teams. You might be able to do it. That's why I was saying the fifth, even the fifth seed, you go against the AFC South, you go against the Titans. Maybe you have a chance. 
That's why it's important these games coming up, man. Patriots just got to do their job. But these little dominoes keep falling the Patriots' way. I was thinking the whole time, Miami should have won that game. And maybe if it never just started snowing in the fourth quarter, Miami would have had a chance to win. And I'm just thinking, wow, then all of a sudden you're just paying attention to the seven seeds. So a little bit later on, a little bit later on, we'll talk about the seedings. We'll talk about what we need to see week 15 on a Sunday to help the Patriots. Because, yes, I do need to root for other teams to lose, and the Patriots have to win no matter what. We'll get into that a little bit. This is episode six, Babs on the Mic. And there's been some good consistency with Babs on the Mic. I appreciate all those who continue to support, who listen every single week that we've done this. Every single episode, I drop them. I've heard a couple people listen to me on their car rides into work. Some have listened to me at the gym. Some are still catching up. If this is your first episode, welcome, welcome. If you've been following consistently, I appreciate it. I need to get a better mic. I listen to these shows a couple times, and I, I've been doing these in like the privacy of my own little car outside. I can't be screaming in the house, wake up the twins. Can't do that. But we're, we're going to get better at this. It's just showing consistency, and I appreciate all those that have consistently listened So this is a great time for you to leave a review. Give me a little five-star rating. Just do that on Apple. Just help me out a little bit. Just just give me a little little confidence booster like I give the Patriots a confidence booster. That's what we're here to do. Speaking of the Patriots, as you can probably tell, I'm not in Las Vegas. I pull back on that trip. But I will be down at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Foxwoods Resort and Casino. I'll be down there Sunday. I'm 1-0 there watching the Patriots. I saw the Patriots and Steelers earlier this season. It's a little good luck charm, but I'm going down there supporting Foxwood, supporting DraftKings, their sports book. You'll be seeing me post a bunch of it on my Instagram, at Babs on the Mic. So, what's that mean? I'm going to be betting a lot when I'm down there. I want to get into some of the bets that I'm going to be looking at for this upcoming Raiders and Patriots game. So I hope you're listening to this before the game to try to get some of these in. You can either you can probably just fade me. That's fine. We'll say I'm on a little, 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 little hot streak right now. And little hot streak means I had a I had a 10 player prop parlay Friday night for the Celtics. So I got some I got some money to spend. So I'm gonna run down a list of items that I see in this Patriots Raiders game. All the lines that I'm gonna tell you. Come from DraftKings. And these are some, just some, of the bets that I'm going to be putting in. So, of course, I got to go to my notes. I got to pull this up. Bing, bang, boom. Here we go. Now, this is a discretion for Patriots Nation. Because here's my feeling on how I'm going to bet for this game. I could be the complete homer and just go all in on New England, and I'm not doing that. If you listen to the last episode... I went on like a eight-minute rant on why the Raiders are going to beat the Patriots. And trust me, in a little bit, I will fix that. I will make amends to you people out there. And I apologize I had to do that. But I just want to give that little sense of reality. So the way I'm going to bet on this game is I am going to go a little bit heavier on the Raiders in certain bets. Am I going to bet the Raiders to win? No, you're not going to see any of those bets out there. 
Just I got player props and certain things I'm looking at because I'd rather lose all my bets if I'm betting on Raider player props and the Patriots win, I'll be happy. Like that's that's a win-win for me. It's almost like paying for the Patriots to win the game. Like I'm 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 paying the opposite side. I want the Patriots to win. Some of these bets that I'm looking at, Devontae Adams is going to have a show. It feels like it. If this Patriots secondary can shut Adams down completely, props to them. Like, look what Justin Jefferson did. DeAndre Hopkins didn't have a good game, but he also didn't have Kyler Murray. Like, he had Colt McCoy. The Patriots are going to struggle against a top-tier receiver. I mean, again, you shut down Devontae Adams? Wow. Like, you're ready for Jamar Chase and the Cincinnati Bengals. You'll be ready for Tyree. Like, we need to see it, but Jalen Mills is hurt. Jack Jones is banged up. I just, I don't have that trust in the secondary. Again, I'm looking at this game for the, the Las Vegas Raiders as their Super Bowl, their must win. Carter Adams has to be the key, right? One of the keys. Devontae Adams' first touchdown is plus 500. I feel like if the Raiders get the ball first, whenever they get that ball first, if they take the ball first, it, the first play is going to be a deep shot to Devontae Adams. So I like that plus 500. And that's low for, for, for first touchdown of the game. What it usually is. And what's even lower is Devontae Adams for two touchdowns. It's plus 400 currently. Usually a player that scores two touchdowns, it's like plus 600, plus 700, plus 8. 400. That's it. That's it. So you bet 20, you win 80. I like this combination of a scoring trio. And I will be in these bets that I'm telling you, I'm, I'm taking these bets. I'm taking these bets. I get an egg on my face, so what? But I like this trio bet. Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Ramadre Stevenson, all to score a touchdown, anytime touchdown, plus 500. That's the bulk of the offense on both sides. I mean, you got to figure Jacobs is going to get involved heavy. They just named him a captain. This past week, such a ploy to try to keep Jacobs happy. They want to re-sign him in Las Vegas. And with Damian Harris out, it's got to be the Ramadre Stevenson show out there. I know he's a little banged up as well, too. But I feel like there will be some scoring in this game. I uh, asked a question on Instagram, and I said, let me know who's scoring. Like, give me your thoughts. Like, everyone's throwing names out, right? Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry. Patriots defense is plus 550. And the way I see the Patriots defense scoring a touchdown has to come from a Josh Uche, Matt Judon, fumble recovery, touchdown, like something like that. The offensive line is so bad for the Las Vegas Raiders. If Carr is holding that ball too long, those two guys are going to go in there. Maybe even Dietrich Wise getting in there as well. That defensive line for the Patriots can get to car pretty quick. And the way you're going to get a turnover t- touchdown, I see will have to happen uh, uh, with the with the fumble recovery. I mean, Marcus Jones can get a special teams touchdown, run it right back. I've already seen that once this year. It could happen again. But that's plus, fi- that's plus 550. I kind of like that. I'm going to take that. I'm going to dabble around in that. Now, I do have some other... I had now I've been to do all Raiders bets, right? All Raiders bets. I mean, these are the superstars on that team. 
I've I've tried dabbling around on some of these players. Like a John U. Smith is like a plus a thousand to score. Hunter Henry is plus two seventy. And then like Stevenson's like a minus one ten or minus one fifteen. Doesn't move the needle for me for gambling purposes. When I gamble, I'm trying to find those like high odds, right? The plus five hundreds, the plus eight hundreds. An example is a plus eight hundred here. I have a Mac Jones and Derek Carr both have two passing touchdowns. You don't really see Mac Jones throwing two passing touchdowns this year. And the over on yards for Derek Carr and Mac Jones at 224 and a half. And you tie it in with the Patriots money line. It's plus 800. I've said road dome, right? Road dome, baby. Road dome. West Coast trip. Road dome. Mac Jones. Mac Jones plays well in the dome. Mac Jones threw for over 225 last week in, against Arizona. He's averaging like 250, 275, high 200s in the dome. So keep an eye out for those Mac Jones overs on passing yards. And one of the last ones I had was a seven pick parlay. It's plus 1,400. I mean, it's a slew of like Mac Jones to passing touchdowns. The longest throw of Mac Jones will be 35 yards plus. 224 for passing yards. Hunter Henry, 20 um, receiving yards. Pat's money line. Stevenson scoring. I added the last one on here. And something that you might want to dabble on. Like If you you told me to take a stab at what Patriot is going to score tomorrow for betting purposes, Nelson Aguilar. Throw him in there. This is his former team. I like revenge games. I like the revenge game. And that's where I'll find the money. I, I, I don't know what his last line is. I think it's in the 300s. But, but throw Nelly down for a couple bucks to score a touchdown. You know what's going to end up happening? It's going to end up being like a 6-3 to three game. And everything I just said, it means nothing. It means nothing. But I will say this to finish off my little betting segment here. And I'm doing it because I'm going to DraftKings Sportsbook at Foxwoods. And no, this is not an ad. I just... I am a degenerate gambler at some points. I take breaks, I come back. I take breaks, I come back. There's one bet. There's one bet that I've been talking for two and a half weeks. I have been preaching this to close friends. I've been saying it to the twins. I've been saying it to everybody around me. I'm saying it to you. I want to put this out there now. As I'm trying to speak this into existence. And here's the thing. I like to find... The high odds that you can put a low wager and make some good money off of it. So if you have $10 out there and you're like, I just want to throw a bet. I'm going to follow Babs on something. You follow me on this. You follow me on this. You are going to take Jakob Johnson to score a touchdown against the New England Patriots plus 1500 Throw down 10 bucks, win 150 Here's why. Here's why it's going to happen. Jakob Johnson was brought in as an international piece from Germany to the New England Patriots. And he didn't even count against the practice squad. He had his own little, like, number off to the side. Classic Bill Belichick, right? If you can only have X amount of players, well, we can have this guy additionally. And Jakob Johnson came up and he was a replacement for, like, you know, for Devlin. Like, you're trying to find that new fullback. Jakob Johnson was, was a pretty good, solid piece for Cam Newton in 2020. I mean, his job is just to be the added blocker there for the run game. 
And the thing with the New England Patriots and Jakob Johnson is this. It goes deeper than just football, people. This is why I like it. It's the revenge game. Jakob Johnson was 100%, in my eyes, 100% used by Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots because of his German ties. They used him as a spokesperson, front and center, numerous times to push their Germany Patriots alliance out there because what just happened this year, Tom Brady was just out in Germany, right? It was the first game. The Patriots didn't get that game. The Patriots were pushing for years to be the first team to play in Germany. And they weren't selected. It ended up being Tom Brady. And I'll tell you this, the Pats are going to be playing in Germany. Like It's going to happen most likely 90% next year. But the fact of the matter is this. And look this up. Because Google's free. And what I'm telling you, just look it up. The second the Patriots did not get that Germany game, and they knew it, Jakob Johnson was cut from the team. And then Bill Belichick said, yeah, we're not getting another fullback. We're abandoning the fullback position. Now, mind you, there's only 20 fullbacks in the league. And about 18 teams use a fullback. Doesn't mean you have to. But the fact of the matter is this. Jakob Johnson was 100% used for a marketing tool for Germany. He's a good, decent player. And it's obviously because he is. McDaniels picked him up and said, you're here. And he's been helping with Josh Jacobs. And Josh Jacobs has 11 touchdowns this year. And Jakob Johnson's part of the reason why that's happened. And let me just tie this all in together. I've been watching a couple Raiders games here and there. It's all about the goal line. It's all about the goal line. Like, that's how Jakob's going to score. And I just saw it last week. Goal line package. Jakob's out there. It's, a, it's, a, it's just a quick little play to Josh Jacobs, and he walks right into the end zone. There'll be nothing better than Jakob Johnson getting the ball instead of Jacobs. They line it right up. And that's a little poke there at Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft. You got rid of this guy. He's our guy now. And I'm going to tell you this too. I'm going to tell you this too. Next year, I told you the Patriots might play in Germany. 90% chance. They might be playing against Vegas. Like that that's actually might happen. Because Vegas is hosting the Super Bowl. Vegas would be the home team technically. The Patriots have already built that out there. They can use Jakob Johnson as the marketing tool. A lot of this stuff goes into uh, until what they pick for games. I'm, t- I'm telling you. Plus 1,500, it's not a bad thing. If you just heard me speak and you're just like, no, nah, Babs, you're an idiot. There's more to it. There's more to it. And, and, and I'll, give you, I'll give you a bonus. I'll give you a bonus one. If you don't like my Jakob Johnson, like why I want it. Because again, plus 1,500, like you, I'm, not, I'm throwing some significant money on it. Take Brandon Bolden plus 1,500. Brandon Bolden, a former Patriot. This guy can come right out of the backfield and catch passes. You got to think that McDaniels has a couple plays lined up for some of these ex-Patriots. Because listen, they're 5-8. and eight. They have nothing to lose. Like They ain't going to the playoffs. You got to figure McDaniels could do a little something-something for a little revenge for some of these guys who are in Las Vegas against the former team. I mean, I mean I'm... You want to take Jacob Pollister? He's plus 950. I wouldn't take him, but you want to take him? Take a stab at that. But I like the plus 1500 of Jakob. I just explained it. Brandon Bolden, that's your bonus right there. That's your little bonus right there. And I tell you, I'm going to go absolutely nuts and I'm going to go back to this and I'd say, told you so. Or I look stupid, I have an egg on my face, whatever. 
You got to look for those high ones. That's what I do. All right. Patriots Nation, I'm telling you this. The Patriots with the Miami Dolphins just losing Saturday night. I hope that these guys are on the West Coast watching that game and saying we have to win. That locker room needs to be we must win in Las Vegas. This is a must win game. You have to sweep the West Coast. The fact that the Patriots can finish 8-6 and six on this little West Coast trip and you're tied with the Miami Dolphins virtually. They have the head-to-head. But the fact of the matter is that you could be 8-6 and six and they're 8-6. and six. This could be a huge confidence booster for this New England Patriots team. This New England Patriots team, I, I whatever that locker room speech was in Arizona in the second half needs to be said again before the game. This is all business. All business. I'm telling you this. Well, I'm going to probably retract my statement. You lose to Las Vegas. You lose to Las Vegas. The season's done. Like, it's done. You're 7-7. and You fumbled it. You fumbled it. You're sitting in the driver's seat right now. I'll still come on here like two days later. The night of, I'll still say there's a pass to the playoffs and I'll explain it with all my, I look like Charlie Day and always in sunny in Philadelphia trying to put everything together. No, no, I don't, I, I don't want to do that. I'm just, they're in the driver's seat. You can't fumble this game. This is going to be a huge clash. There's, there's more to, and, and, and maybe it's good it's not on prime time. It helps out. Not as much eyeballs on you. Like I said, McDaniels must win for him. I'm sure Mark Davis is on his ass. Like, go beat your former team. But Robert Kraft's got to be on Bill Belichick's ass. Like, hey, you ain't losing to your former offensive coordinator. We're seven and six. We have a chance to go eight and six, two games over 500. You, you have a possibility to beat Miami. You could beat Cincinnati. You could beat Buffalo. Any given Sunday, guys. Any given Sunday, anything's possible. But this is something that the locker room needs to come together. And Mac Jones, where he's the leader now, needs to say, hey, guys, we got to go. We got to do this. And I'm going to tell you this. You, you already heard me talk about this, right, with my bets. Devontae Adams' first touchdown score of the game. You need to take the first punch. If the Pats get the ball first, I do not want to see a three and out. I'm going to be devastated. This Raiders team can score early. Yeah, they can blow leads. And maybe they go up 14 points and Mac Jones makes a comeback and we're all excited. Mac Jones led the Patriots back to a win. I don't, I don't want that. You need to go early and often, just like the Minnesota game. They were down 7-0, Mac Jones punched him right back. I don't want... You need to go down there and punch him in the fucking mouth right away and go up 7-0 in this game. Get the ball first. Don't even defer it. Get the ball first. And punch them in the face. Because if you let Carr, Adams, Renfro, Jacobs, Waller, Foster Moreau, Mac Hollins, Jakob Johnson, Brandon Bolden. You let that team get the ball first on you. You might get this long, drawn out drive. And the offense of Mac Jones is just sitting there watching this. No. Get the fucking ball first. Go down the field and score. Set the tone and momentum of the game. None of this cute. We're feeling it out. We're feeling it out. None of that. You know what? You know what's at stake. You know what you're gonna see. 
score first. Patriots do that, the confidence is go through the roof. And that's what you guys should be rooting for too. They can beat this team. And I'm going to say this too. When they beat the Las Vegas Raiders, I don't want to hear people saying, oh, they beat a 5-8 and eight team, it's 5-9, and nine, and they're dysfunctional and this and that. The Raiders have a good offense at one point in the season. They were the fourth highest scoring offense. They have a good offense. They can go against you. This will be a great test for the defense of the New England Patriots to see how they truly are. And again, the Raiders have a pretty crappy defense. Take advantage of that. If you want a final score prediction from Babs, I don't. Ha- I hate doing these. I was kind of close in the last one. The Arizona one. Here it is. The Patriots have to win this game by scoring 28. I'll give them 20. A little under 30. I don't see the offense getting them to 30 points in like the Arizona game. Offense only scored 20. But I see the offense scoring 28. You got to score 28 offensively. And defensively, it's got to be a bit 24. It's going to be like a 28-24. I think it's going to be a grueling, close game. I mean, the odds makers have it at one and a half. Probably within four to three points of each other. And I think both teams will score in the 20s. So whatever you want to take out of that. 24-21, 28-24, 29-22. Whatever you want. I think it's going to be both in the 20s. I think it'll be a four-point game in between that. That's what I'm looking at with the Patriots winning, of course. Now, with the Patriots, they have to... Everything I talk about means that they have to win. Like, none of this means anything if the Pats lose, right? So let's just take a quick look at other games on Sunday that will be beneficial to the New England Patriots. I mean, right... Miami Dolphins lost. They're eight and six, so boom, you're right. You're right there. You're right there with them. One o'clock. You have the Detroit Lions at the New York Jets. The New York Jets take a loss. They'll be seven and seven. The Patriots win. You're eight and six. Not only do you have a game buffer, you have the head-to-head with them. Essentially, you have two games. That's the way you got to look at it. You need that small buffer. Same exact thing with the Tennessee Titans at the LA Chargers. You have the Head-to-head at the time, because of conference records. But you got to root for Tennessee over the Chargers. Another one of those two-game kind of buffers. Of course, the Patriots have to beat Las Vegas. You can have that 8-6 and six to 7-7 seven and seven and give you just a little breathing room for that 7th seed. Then you have our old pal Tom Brady down in Tampa. Coming off of a loss, by the way. Embarrassing loss to his home hometown team, the San Francisco 49ers. Maybe that's good. Maybe that was good that he got embarrassed like that. Because they got the hot Cincinnati Bengals rolling into town who've won five straight, who are looking to go back to a Super Bowl. The way they're playing, time to derail them. Rooting for our old boy Tom Brady. It's been weird. Like, you root for Buffalo. You're going to be rooting for Tennessee Titans. You're going to be rooting for the Detroit Lions. You're going to be rooting for Tom Brady. You want Cincinnati to lose because it gets you one game closer to them and you play them next week. Now, you can just say on the flip side, well, Babs, if they lose to Tampa, they're going to be angry coming into Christmas Eve. I mean, the, the when you look at the next three games of Cincy, Miami, Buffalo, like the Pats aren't expected to win any of those games. I mean, they're underdogs against the Raiders, but this is a game that's like kind of expected 
going into it as fans that like you should win against the Las Vegas Raiders. There, there should be no excuses. So I don't care if the Bengals lose and you want to put that on me. It means nothing. It means nothing to me. I'm excited. I'm excited for Sunday. I, I truly believe the dominoes can fall in the Patriots' favor. I feel like by Sunday night football, we're going to be looking at the schedule and the, like the playoff things are going to come out. You're going to see it posted everywhere. It's going to be on Twitter. It's, you're going to have all these people coming out. Oh, here's the Patriots' path. Babs was on it first. Babs has been preaching about the playoffs for weeks when everyone said this team was down and out. Oh, my post game will be very hyped up if every little domino falls into place. Because I've been preaching. This has to happen. This has to happen. This has to happen. We're just trying to speak it into existence right now. Literally, the, the line is so thin. The line is so thin. Like, again, the Pats lose. You fall. Like, that's like, it feels like you're done. And even these all small little other things, like Dolphins winning against the Bills would have meant that, like, you can't even catch up to the sixth seed. Like, there's this small little thing. There's so many little things that go into it. And it's going to be a wild ride for the rest of the season. And I love it. It's December football, people. And I just want the Pages to win. That's all I care about. I don't, yeah. If the Jets win, the Chargers win. Cool. That means it's even more exciting. Just as long as the Patriots win, we get a whole nother week of football of positivity. Of positivity. And I will tell you every single way how the Patriots can beat the Bengals Christmas Eve. That's what I want. That's how I'm going to make you guys get back and hyped up in this. Oh, I'm hyped up just talking about it. I'm excited. I'm excited. Because I feel, I feel, I feel this. If the Buffalo Bills lost the game to Miami... These players would be like, nah, we don't have it. This is it. This is do or die against the Raiders, man. And 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 last but not least, last but not least, this is a huge game for Matt Patricia. This is a huge... I'm telling you that Raiders staff made fun of the New England Patriots, how they have no offensive play calling. They look like a bunch of idiots. Look at how Mac Jones is yelling at Patricia, how embarrassing that is. This is a great test for Belichick and Patricia to say, we're fine. We moved on and we're eight and six and you guys are five and nine. Then you get that little Bill Belichick smirk at the end. Maybe Belichick has something up his sleeve. Remember, I just talked about this on the last episode. Maybe he has something. I hope so. I hope so. All right. I think we're going to get into our final segment here. As I scroll this up of questions. Woo! All right. Chris, Ash, appreciate you listening. On Sunday, do you shut down Jacobs or Adams if you're Belichick? So pick one or the other of what you're going to do. You got to double team. I'd rather see them shut down Adams. Double team them. Triple team them. But then again, you got all these slew of other guys. Mac Hollins is starting to figure it out. Renfro's back. Waller's there. I'll be honest. Like Waller really hasn't done much this season, even when he's healthy. Jacobs is a little banged up. And Jacobs is in a contract year. He hurt his hand last week. He's in a contract year where Jacobs might not try as hard. Does that make sense? Might not run as hard. This is the time in these last four games. You don't want to tear something. You don't want to hurt something. That's got to be going through Jacobs' mind right now. 
That's going to be going through McDaniel's mind. Maybe Jacobs won't get as many touches out there. They got to be a little cautious with him. Especially with that offensive line not being as great as it is. I mean, you can't predict injuries, but come on. Jacobs has proven enough that if he sat the rest of the season, guy's still going to get paid by somebody. It's just Tra 13. KB, that's Kendrick Bourne, is the offense that Judon is to the defense. He's the energy the offense needs, and I agree with you. You can tell that Mac thrives with Kendrick Bourne's energy. We need to see more Kendrick Bourne tomorrow. Or today, or whenever you listen to this before the game. We need to see more Kendrick Bourne out there. He brings, he plays with that fire. I'm telling you, he scores a touchdown tomorrow. That place is going to go berserk. There are a lot of Patriots fans out there. I think it's actually crazy that Kendrick Bourne hasn't even scored a touchdown yet this season. This is the this is the game. You already know what your defense has. You just said it, right? You just said that Judon has that energy. Judon is the guy, right? Their defense has already kind of figured itself out of what it is. They still have a couple questions, like how are you going to cover the top receiver you do tomorrow against Adams? Offense still needs to figure out its identity. And this is the most perfect time to get Kendrick Bourne going. You have Ramadre Stevenson out there. You start mixing in Hunter Henry. This offense can figure it out. Do it against the Raiders. Set the tone when you go into Cincinnati and play that game. Joey Hanlon, 10, says, Babs, do you believe the Patriots will trade Zappi? 100% no. Bailey Zappi is on the team for the remainder of his rookie deal. He ain't going anywhere. The only chance Bailey Zappi gets traded is when Mac Jones signs an extension. It's the last year of Bailey Zappi's contract. They might try to ship out Bailey Zappi somewhere to get that fourth rounder back if that makes sense to you. It's actually a great question too because Mac Jones is, you know, he, he's in this offseason, he can sign an extension. Like they can make an offer. I don't think they're going to make him an offer. And if they do, they're going to lowball him. You know, sometimes rookies uh, play a third year, that third year in their contract, and they'll get they'll get a deal. The question came up this week from a caller on Sports Hub about Mac Jones's play is being suffered by Bill Belichick on purpose, so they don't have to pay him a fuck ton of money. They wouldn't put it past past Bill doing something like that. Uh, I I I'm interested, but Bailey Zappi is great because you saw what he can do. You still have fans chanting his name and wanting him out there over Mac Jones. That's great. That means Mac has competition. That means they should be pushing Mac Jones. And that's what you've been seeing over the last few weeks. He doesn't want to give up the starting role. He wants to win games. That's why this game is so important for coaching. And Mac Jones is like, you have to win this. You have to show something. We're almost at the end of the season, guys. Like, we got to show something out there. I am Joe Croft said, how much better would our offense look if we had prime James White and that they would look so much better. This offense would look so much better. James was kind of already on his way out. And I think that with a healthy Ramadri, see, I think it's more, I'm, I'm, I'm moved on from James and it's unfortunate how the end of his career happened in terms of whether it's the family matters and injuries. You kind of already had that. James White role being kind of filled by Ramadre. Ramadre can catch the ball too. I mean, Damian Harris. 
you can somehow sign him. That Harris Ramadre one two punch is awesome. It's awesome what they have. But that's the next man up. You got Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris. Like, it's the Bill Belichick specialty. You're always finding the uh, new running backs to just put in there. So, I mean, of course, they had James White, prime James White. What do they do all the time? They do screen passes, right? He'd probably be their leading wide receiver at this point. Andrew Clauser says, what is the realistic chance the Patriots can win tomorrow, today, whenever you listen to it, and that they win out the rest of the season? If you want me to give a percentage on that, obviously, I'm going to say less than 50. I'm going to say about 25. I'll give it a quarter. And the reasoning for that is you beat the Raiders. There's a big snowstorm coming right on Christmas Eve. Maybe you maybe you get lucked out and win a big cold game like that. I think that Cincinnati game is going to be tough. I think you have a legitimate shot to beat Tua and company in, in, in Foxborough. I know Tua is undefeated against the Patriots. And then with Buffalo, who knows? I'm telling you, to, to the win for Buffalo was huge. And you kind of want Buffalo to win out on their own, by the way. They own the tiebreaker over Kansas City. They have the same record virtually. Buffalo wins out and it's week 18. And Kansas City and Buffalo, like if Buffalo can get that one extra game on Kansas City, like Kansas City loses somewhere. Buffalo might rest their players. Like, you know, you might you might win there. You never know. It's kind of hard to give a, like a, like a, that confidence was one week at a time. One week at a time. And uh, last but not least, Gabe MN14. Do you think that we'll see Mac take over more in Audible as it seemed to work last game? I want to see Mac Jones take over this offense. I want to see him do the play calling. Why not at this point? Like, why not? Just, like, what do you have to lose, Matt Patricia? We already know what you are doing with this team. Just let Mac make the decisions. How would it, How would you feel? Ask yourself this, guys. How would you feel if it came out after the game? Mac Jones has a bad performance. Say he throws three interceptions, two interceptions, no touchdowns, 250 yards, but Mac Jones called the whole game himself. How would you feel about that? On the flip side, how would Matt Patricia feel if this guy calls the whole game himself and he ends up winning and throws two touchdowns and 300 yards and no interceptions? I mean, I, I, I want that out of my quarterback because then when you get a legitimate offensive coordinator in the offseason, it's going to be so much better. Matt can go out there and do it himself and you're going to have someone to be able to be guiding him at the same time. That's why I said this, the progression of Mac Jones hasn't been ruined just yet. He's slowly still evolving this season in small little ways. It does go a long way, the long way into his career. We're about to hit the 40-minute mark, and I do not want to go past that 40-minute mark. This is where we ended here. Babs on the mic, episode six. Hope you guys listen. Give it a great review. We're going to be back really quick, a quick turnover here, because you're going to have my instant, somewhat instant, post-game Babs on the mic talking about the game. Hopefully they won, and uh, you'll get that, and I'll be live at DraftKings Sportsbook, Foxwoods Resort and Casino. That's where I'll be doing the next episode, and there's a possibility of a sponsorship coming up, my first sponsor for the show. That's awesome, right? You take care, guys. Ride the wave. Go Patriots. Must win in Las Vegas.